0: everyone is John and Ben and welcome back to Santa by the Minute the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985's Santa Claus the movie one minute at a time and we are back we are not dead (laughs) no we're not it just turns out that it's a lot it was a lot easier to do a backlog of podcasts you know when we were locked down due to COVID Yes. Now life keeps throwing stuff at us, and we kind of fell behind a bit. But do not worry. We are going to finish this movie. Ben, do you think we can finish this movie by the end of this year? Or should I not be making promises (laughs) we may not be able to keep?
1: (laughs) We're going to finish it for Christmas.
0: Okay, that's our goal. Sometime between now and Christmas, we are going to finish all 108 minutes of Santa Claus, the movie, 1985. Welcome back, everyone. We hope you've been doing great. Believe it or not, for you, the listener, this is your first time listening to Minute 101. (laughs) Yeah. For us, we are going to have a little deja vu experience because way back in July, we recorded a Minute 101 episode, but I can't believe it took 101 episodes for it to happen, but... One of our audio tracks got corrupted.
1: Yeah, yours. Mine was crystal clear, perfectly fine. Yours, it was like Remix John. And welcome back
0: to to Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1995's Santa Claus the movie. And this this is episode for July 2022, even though it won't be posted until like August 3rd, I want to say. You gonna put in a little sample? Yeah, I kept stuttering, like, uh whoa, 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 welcome.
1: <laughs> it was it was all glitchy. I couldn't save it.
0: <laughs> and we were like looking at our options, like, well it's gonna be kind of a pain and sound kind of fake if I just re recorded all my lines. Yeah. Like one at a time and it would take forever. But we'll just re record it at some point. And then things <laughs> four, kept bubbling. Four up. months later. <laughs> we went on vacation we went to california just a few weeks ago yes for d23 expo 2022 that's Mm -hmm. i had to to look at the calendar real quick
1: (laughs) then i got sick
0: yeah then ben brought home not only beloved family memories but she also brought home the coronavirus i did me and our son were fine but you were the only one to test positive so yes lucky you
1: lucky me (laughs) But I'm okay. I'm okay.
0: I I can't think. I want to talk about D23, but I I can't really think of too much that could tie it to this podcast.
1: That You can't. I don't think there is. I think
0: I saw John Lithgow on one of those posters in the Hulu
1: booth. (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. (laughs) I
0: I, I drank a regular Coca-Cola on the airplane.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Much to the
0: shock of, (laughs) much to your shock and surprise, and my surprise too.
1: John can't drink soda, so the (laughs) fact that he had a soda on an airplane (laughs) was uh, a little surprising. But you did it on more than one flight. I I know. Yeah. I
0: I was a wild man. (laughs) But we did see this relates to that other Santa Claus movie. Yeah, Disney Plus is doing a... Series this year, I presume this Christmas, I think.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> With
0: Tim Allen returning as a Santa Claus. And we saw the man himself, Tim Allen. I don't know if he was irritated or confused or a combination of both, but when he got on stage, he didn't seem to know what he was doing <laughs> or what he was talking about. <laughs> you kind of get the vibe that he didn't want to be there, but right. uh, I don't know. Maybe Tim Allen is always like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We've never seen him in person before.
0: The one thing that came out of that. That I don't know if it's a little concerning or, or what, but when they said that this new series was going to explain, basically fill in all those plot holes that all us millennials and Gen <laughs> Xers have been poking holes in for the past 30 years. Like, wh- why didn't the elves seem to care that the other Santa was dead? That sort of thing. It seems like this new series is going to dive into some of that while Santa, Tim Allen's Santa, prepares for his retirement
1: Yeah. Which seems like like a
0: very short run in the grand scheme of Santa's if we if we if we consider all Santa media canon.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like it is um going to punch holes into a lot of fan theories that are out there about that Santa Claus. Or maybe Disney used some of those fan theories in this who knows we'll have to wait and find out I guess it's not my favorite Santa Claus but I'm sure we'll watch it
0: so (laughs) oh definitely we'll watch it (laughs) and I'm sure about 15 of our friends in the Christmas Podcast Network are all gonna cover every episode as they come out.
1: Yeah, maybe they'll have a live podcast while they're watching it.
0: Maybe I've... like a live reaction watch party.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard of those things.
0: All right, but let's go back to nineteen eighty five.
1: Five minutes in and we'll talk about this Santa Claus. <laughs>
0: So let's return to our Santa Claus the movie from 1985 starring David Huddleston, Dudley Moore, John Lithgow, who has flown off into outer space the last we saw him. Yep. And return to minute 101 because things aren't looking good for our pals in the movie. No. How are they going to get out of this? We got to dive right into minute 101, the long-awaited minute (laughs) 101 So this minute begins with a shot at the pulsating, smoldering, explosive candy canes in the back of the Patchmobile. Patch and Joe are still oblivious to the fact that something is wrong. Patch and Joe continue to cheer as they fly between glaciers, but the Patchmobile is backfiring and billowing smoke, which doesn't seem to have caught their attention at all. No. But it has caught the attention of Santa, who exclaims, Oh my God!" I think Santa has said, oh, my God, more than ho, ho, ho in this movie. This could be Santa's new catchphrase.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so.
0: Somebody needs to make a supercut of all the time Santa <laughs> has said, oh, my God, in Santa Claus movie.
1: I'm not doing it. I already did the fart <laughs> montage. So I'm not going to do this one.
0: <laughs> now we see a shot from Santa's POV and can tell the reindeer are really trying to make an attempt to catch up to the Patch movie. They're going as fast as their little hooves can carry them.
1: Well, yeah, because Santa guilt-tripped them. If you love Patch as much as he loves you... Yeah,
0: you're, you're getting a little ahead, but yeah, Cornelia yells, out, <laughs> Cornelia yells out to Joe, but they're too far away. No, No way Joe is going to hear Cornelia yelling from that distance. Yeah. Santa cracks the reins and, like you were alluding to, starts guilt tripping the reindeer team. Come on, boys. Kill, kill! Come on, boys. That's patch in there. If you love him like he loves you, give it all you got. Come on. Come on. Well, maybe it's not guilt tripping. Maybe it's more like well, it, yeah. like a pep talk like the coach before the right. big game sort of thing. I think that's what they were going for. I
1: I know that's what they were going for, but I mean still like if you don't catch them, it's because you don't love them. Like that's not very good uh, messaging, right there.
0: But we can also see that the reindeer now are clearly losing steam.
1: Yeah, well, they've been flying for thousands of miles. <laughs> they are and, tired. And two reindeer,
0: two reindeer down as well. We got to keep that in mind. Yeah. As Santa continues to yell at them. Come on, come on. And Cornelia is yelling out as well. <laughs> Now we're back in the Patchmobile for kind of an odd little bit of business. Uh, they're kind of goofing around Patch and Joe. Patch, like, takes his hands off the controls, like, to look do, a like, a look ma, no hands type of thing. And then he makes a roar, like a rah sound.
1: <laughs> well, so, yes, he does. And I was
0: wondering if there was any context in the yes. book, maybe, like, if there was a bigger bit of business that was going on that we weren't aware of in the movie.
1: Directly from the book, it says... Up ahead, he saw the Patchmobile suddenly begin to shimmy violently in a way that had nothing to do with Patch's antics. The pyrotechnics going on in its rear end were beginning to have their own effect on the car's performance. So this is the point where Patch went, that's the point where Patch and Joe were suddenly aware that there was something going wrong with the car. So it says in the book that I think I think this was a previous minute or it could have been when we recorded last. I don't remember. But in the book, it says that the the car was beginning to be fractured from the pyrotechnics in the back end. I don't know if it was this minute or if it was the previous minute. And you can kind of see when they show an up close shot of the candy canes that there are like little cracks and I was wondering if those were the cracks they were talking about in the book of the car I was wondering apart. that as well. But I went back and I looked and the car when it was leaving Beezy's factory on that first Christmas it did it had the same markings. Like it had the oh, same
0: interesting
1: same lines. So I don't know if that was just a goof. Like, if it wasn't, you weren't supposed to see those then, you know, and it was supposed to be cracks now, or if it's part of the design.
0: Previously, I remember the book kind of hinting that, kind of suggesting, at least to my mind, that, oh, the Patchmobile is another, like, kind of half-baked patch contraption. He kind of half-assed it. It's kind of falling apart, especially now that he's doing all these tricks with Joe. Yeah. Whereas in the movie, it seems to be... They're oblivious, they're kinda goofing off, but so did Santa earlier. Right. And it's the explosive candy canes in the back that are kind of making the the patchmobile malfunction. Yeah. And I was relieved that in that little expert you excerpt and I was and I was relieved in the little expert expert. And I was relieved in the little excerpt that you just read that it was it was getting up to that. Like, oh, the the Pulsating candy canes heating up yeah. are causing the problem. Yes. Because it was a little concerning. It's like, oh, it's kind of implying that Patch didn't learn anything at all during right. this whole ordeal in the real yeah. world. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's up to his old ways, back to the North Pole. Modern technology's a mistake. <laughs> we we will talk a lot more about that a little later on in just a few more minutes. Mm-hmm. Where you know nothing really resolves at the end of this movie. Hey, you stop be, nope, and think of nope, it. Nope.
1: Nope. We're not oh, talking oh, about
0: it. Okay. Put, we'll put a pin in it. Okay. Put anyway. a pin in it. So after that little bit where they go rah and Joe goes rah and something abruptly catches Patcher's attention and he goes ooh. Well, that was a more. That was a very Tim Allen.
1: <laughs> maybe that's where Tim.
0: Maybe that's where Tim got it. Maybe. <laughs> oh, it's more like a ooh. All right, so then Joe asks if they can go higher. Patch says, of course they can. Can we go higher? (laughs) Of course, (laughs) Joe. This is when things start to go really wrong, and the candy canes start exploding like firecrackers going off in the open trunk of that car. At about the 32-second mark of our minute, you can also see, like, some sort of slime. Like, it looks like Ghostbusters-type slime. Yeah. Like, do you think that's oil or do you think that's melted candy cane residue coming out of the trunk of that car? I never noticed it until the rewatch before this recording.
1: I believe that is melted candy cane goop. Just from those candy canes getting so hot that they're starting to melt. That's
0: what I was leaning towards as well.
1: Out of the back. Cause it It almost looks like all the candy canes have Not all of them, but so many have melted and liquefied that it almost looks like it's a liquid pool along the whole backside inside the trunk of that car. You know, because they're kind of going up at an angle. It almost looks like the liquid is like pooled down there right at the edge. But you can't see that when you watch it because it goes by so quick.
0: So now Joe is turned around. He's he can see something going on in the back of the Patchmobile. And I think this this next little bit of dialogue is the most obviously uh, re-recorded at a much later date. <laughs> he goes Joe goes, uh, something's happening. And you just hear Patch go, Oh no Oh <laughs> no
1: It doesn't match the intensity of the scene. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like, well, that that's the best take we got out of Dudley. I guess we'll go with it. <laughs> An alarm starts going off. That that sound effect, that... <laughs> ...is the sound, the same exact sound of Pac-Man dying... ...in the Atari 2600 version of Pac-Man. Ben, how about you play those two sound clips back-to-back... The funny thing is, since we recorded our Lost minute 101, and I really got your genuine reaction, like, oh yeah, that is the same thing. And I was going through so many Pac-Man sound effects on YouTube. Sometime between then and now, not me, it wasn't me, but somebody added that trivia to the IMDB Santa Claus the movie page.
1: It wasn't you? About
0: the Atari... It wasn't me, no, with the Atari 2600 sound effect in this minute.
1: Did we Isn't talk that about that in minute 100?
0: I don't think so. It's been so long, I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe some. Maybe we did talk about it.
1: I'll have to go back and re-listen to that minute. Because that's really weird that someone would add that between then and now and it not be you. <laughs>
0: are you sure it wasn't you I swear I've never added anything to IMDB I did update the Pece Wikipedia page way back when oh yeah. which I think is still in there but uh I didn't touch I didn't touch the IMDB Santa Claus the movie page so
1: interesting
0: so in in movie universe it is interesting that patch shows the pac-man dying sound effect to be his alarm when something's going wrong with the patchmobile
1: uh, now when did that When did that sound effect come out?
0: Oh, gee. I remember we looked this up last time. Hold up.
1: Did I ask the same question?
0: (laughs) I am pretty sure we looked this up. I'm having deja vu. All right. So the Atari 2600 version of Pac-Man was released on March 16th, 1982.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if it was used for a lot of things.
0: Like it was just a generic sound effect. Yeah. So we now see that Patch and Joe are heading straight towards a mountain the side of a mountain
1: before we move on right after the pac-man sound effect his car is going off with pac-man dying in the background (laughs) you can see that his steering wheel is not stationary like it's moving then when he moves his hand the steering wheel moves back and forth not turning side to side like a car's steering wheel But it's moving back and forth, kind of all over the place. Like, I don't know if maybe it's not attached or if they're using it like a plane steering wheel where you push it forward and you pull it back, you know, to go up and down like a plane. But his steering wheel is very, very loose. I mean, it's just going all over the place. It's almost like it's not even attached and he's just holding it in his hand, like moving it. Like, twisting it back and forth.
0: Yeah, I could easily picture them doing a bit where he's, like, frantically turning the wheel and then lifts up the wheel and is not connected anymore and they do another,
1: ah! Yeah.
0: If this yeah. was a sillier movie, I suppose. <laughs> Even though, if <laughs> like, this is not, if the, we're talking like this is not silly. This is something that could legit happen.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Hatch tries to turn some controls on the dashboard, but the car continues to backfire, and the candy canes continue to slowly explode. you think it would be all at once, but it's like they're going off like poof,
1: poof, Yeah. Poof. <laughs> they must not have that same, uh, they must be just enough different so that the heat gets to them at different times, where they're kind of like poof, 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 poof. It's like popcorn in a, in a microwave. <laughs>
0: Now Cornelia is pleading with Santa, do something!
1: Do something!
0: All right, okay, are we ready to dive into Santa's next line here? Okay. Santa replies... The Super
1: Duper Looper! It's the only way! Why?
0: Okay, so, (laughs) how did Santa arrive at this conclusion? It has been set up that the Super Duper Looper seems to be a Santa creation that he's been just doing for his own amusement for many, many Christmases, and the reindeer have never been able to do it. So what thi- What makes Santa think that this time, in this situation, that the only way to save Patch and Joe is with the Super Duper Looper? Well,
1: not <laughs> only that. Not only that. Like, yeah, why does he think that now is the time to do it? But why does he think that it is needed to be done? Like, why is... The super duper looper, whether he they've done it before or not, why is that trick the only thing that's going to save Patch and Joe?
0: It's also been established that with Santa's poofing ability that he can take someone along with him. He took Joe right. into houses and to the top of that skyscraper. So yes. why couldn't Santa say, Cornelia, take the reins for a second, poofs over, gets Joe poofs back to the sleigh with joe and does the same with patch even though theoretically patch seems to have the same poofing powers right he could have poofed himself but i guess it wouldn't be quite as exciting if they just went i got this but maybe it's the all-knowing santa theory santa much like dr strange saw like the thousands of outcomes (laughs) to this scene and determined that the only way to do it uh-huh. Was with the super duper looper. Maybe something goes wrong with that poofing. You know, You okay, we don't but, know.
1: So, <laughs> okay. Maybe for some reason the magic doesn't work because it's not Christmas. I don't know. You know, maybe it's, maybe they only have that during Christmas or whatever. I don't know. So, Which I guess that wouldn't work either because Patch left after. Yeah, he was able to poof. Moving on. (laughs) It was clearly not Christmas. Okay. Moving on from that. Okay. So say the poofing doesn't work for some reason. Why does Santa have to fly underneath Patch and Joe?
0: Well,
1: Well, we're not there yet.
0: We're not there yet. You'll have to put a pin in that one, too.
1: But what I don't understand what the super duper looper gives him as an advantage. Even if they have done the super duper looper before and he knows that the reindeer can do it, I don't understand what makes him think that there's an advantage to the super duper looper in this situation.
0: Well, we will talk about that more in minute 102.
1: So you got me all riled up because you know that this is a part of the movie... That drives me crazy.
0: <laughs> well, maybe next week, or ne- yeah, I'm gonna say next week. Maybe <laughs> next week in minute 102,
1: mm-hmm. we
0: are gonna get to the bottom of this. We have solved many a Santa Claus the movie mystery between our putting our heads together, that's true, and reading the book that's and true. just watching the minute. I maybe think I'll have to we do may be physics. able to make sense out of the super duper looper.
1: I'll do some physics research. Maybe that's why
0: Santa cracks the reins again. These reindeer must be exhausted. These poor yeah. reindeer. I hope Santa gives them a lot of oats or whatever <laughs> whatever they eat <laughs> when they get back to the North Pole.
1: And their little bummies must be tired from him whapping the reins. On the- and
0: he yells again to Donner. Cornelia is also saying, please, please, go faster. Come <laughs> on! Our minute ends as Patch, once again, he's still frantically trying to regain control of the Patchmobile as an alarm is blaring. Yeah. And that's it for minute 101. Just a couple of side notes. I'm sure you you will go into it shortly about where in the world Santa <laughs> and Patch are. Because yes. it's, like, it's like a frozen tundra. It's like yeah. glaciers and a snow-covered mountain. So yeah. where do you think these guys are before okay, we get any so... further? Okay, <laughs> so...
1: I believe that they are up in Baffin Bay, which is between Canada and Greenland. And there's a little strip of... I'm going to assume it's frozen, but it would be ocean if it wasn't frozen. Uh, between Canada and Greenland that I think matches up with this quite well, considering I'm sure this isn't where it was filmed. But the way it looks, it really could be this location and what I did was I'll I'll show a little graphic on our website so you can see where I came up with this information I know I've talked about it previously in other minutes but it's been a while so I'll re-update you (laughs) is that in the book it says that they left from New York and they were following the longitude line up to the North Pole they're just going straight up north to the North Pole so I've been using a mix of globes and maps on the internet and following the longitude line of 74 straight up through from New York to the North Pole. And these, this is where it kind of intersects pretty closely to where they would be in the movie. Now I'm not saying that these are not, this is not where it was filmed. This is just geographically, what matches in real world to where they're supposedly at in the movie? If that makes any sense. But I'll have a little graphic as to where I think they are and what path they're flying to get back to the North Pole, chasing Patch and Joe.
0: I've come across a theory, I, I can't confirm or deny this, that the Sulkins reused some footage that they took for the flying scenes of one of the Superman movies. Because you know there's a lot of frozen areas right. that Superman flies over, right. but I, I'm not an expert enough in the Superman movies to confirm that as a quote-unquote fact. So yeah. we'll we'll just put a little citation needed, much like Wikipedia would, next to that one.
1: Well, I have looked. Um, I have watched Superman flying montages on YouTube. <laughs> watched some of him flying through uh frozen tundras and um they're obviously similar because a frozen tundra a frozen tundra they all kind of look the same but I didn't see any that really stood out as if it was like a flight by flight match you know what I mean but I'm not saying it is doesn't exist I just didn't see it
0: I mean, it, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure they probably had hours and hours of, yeah. you know, footage of different angles and stuff. So we may never know that. So right. Another thing that it looks very similar to is the ice planet of Hoth from <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back. Yes. And and the, I've had this YouTube video on my favorites list for a long time. Years. And I'm happy to <laughs> share it with you. We'll give it. We'll give this video the Santa by the minute bump. It's going to go viral. <laughs> santa versus the empire somebody mashed up the flying scenes in this minute with the the battle on hoth and you get to see and and it and it fits together very seamlessly
1: yeah it's very good it it, it, (laughs) it is very good
0: so we will link to that shout out to let me get this youtuber's name here before we wrap it up
1: (laughs) they probably don't even make videos anymore but no
0: it's probably so (laughs) old so the santa versus the empire video was uploaded back in 2015 by a channel called Like and Egg Productions. They have 21 subscribers. This video has (laughs) 1,758 views, and probably 1,000 of them have been me. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) It's (laughs) very good. I've shown you multiple times. Uh, It makes me laugh every time. Yeah. So anyway, go check out that video. Maybe we'll get them over 2000 views. It'd be funny <laughs> if they like all of a sudden it really took off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious.
0: The people at Like an Egg Productions will be like, "What the heck's going on?"
1: <laughs> if they notice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to wrap up this minute. I do have one more little thing. As you know, Santa Claus the Movie aired on Christmas Eve 1988 on ABC. And recently, Someone on YouTube has uploaded the promo of. It was it was a double feature that night. We we've listened to the promo before of just yes, something's amiss. Someone's out to sing Christmas. <laughs> but what movie? It was a Disney movie. What movie do you think they aired, before Santa Claus movie on Christmas Eve, of 1988? It's not a Christmas theme movie, but it is a Disney movie, and I'll narrow it down even more. It was a Disney animated movie.
1: Um, from from
0: seven to nine they aired this disney movie from nine to eleven they aired santa claus on christmas eve which seems kind of late for a santa claus movie on christmas eve but uh
1: an animated movie
0: animated um, disney movie 1988 christmas eve
1: oh goodness gracious i don't know um the jungle book
0: Nope, it was Alice in Wonderland. Oh, okay. They paired Alice in Wonderland with Santa Claus the movie. So if we wanted to recreate Christmas Eve, 1988, uh-huh. fire up Disney Plus and watch Alice in Wonderland, and then watch Santa Claus the movie. Our Fun bit of trivia. Yeah. so there we go minute 101 we are back we are going to finish the last let me count on my fingers how many minutes are left here seven minutes the last seven minutes of this movie six minutes i don't Mm -hmm. know but we are going to finish finish this this movie christmas we it's going to be a christmas miracle Uh ben and i are going to finish all 108 minutes yes of santa claus the movie we are going to finish the movie we are in the home stretch the we candy are not going
1: are... to be one of these movie by minutes podcasts that give up halfway through the movie we no, only have no. seven minutes left we're gonna how bad it. would
0: it have been i know people were starting to worry we were starting they to were. get emails Julie yeah. was letting us know <laughs> that people were writing and reading reading and writing letting us know like please finish this movie ben and john <laughs> We meant we we're just to. letting
1: everyone get caught up, that's all.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like, like we, Our listenership goes up much more in, in the last three months of the year right. than in July. So yes. we're giving everyone that time to catch up. Let's do our classic episodes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so I guess that's enough. I could go off on another side tangent.
1: We'll save it for next week.
0: Yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if we're running short on time, then we can talk more about D23. So as always... Ben, where can people find us online? They may have forgotten us. it's been so long.
1: Uh, well, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, but really, uh, Twitter is probably the best place to reach us. But actually, the best place is our email, which is santabytheminute at gmail.com. That is the best place to reach us, is there. But we are available on all of the things.
0: <laughs> all of the things. We're available on Maybe I'll on make plat-
1: that TikTok this year. Maybe I'll Maybe. make that TikTok.
0: <laughs> and our actual podcast, when you're listening to it right now, is available on platforms I didn't even know existed. That's how how out <laughs> there we are. Wherever you like to listen to podcasts, we should be there. Ben, should I say it? Should I say each and every Wednesday? Yes. We post a brand new episode. You can listen to any of those episodes. Okay, here we go. BZ, bringing him back for old time's sake. You can listen to any of those episodes. <laughs>